This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Aaron Rodgers, bless you, man. If I called Susie and said, hey, four months ago, this is when Valentine's Day is when I decided to go into four days of darkness, <laughs> that would be the end of She'd be like, stay in darkness. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Today's guests. From NBC Sports, Peter King. Emmy Award-winning actor, Henry Winkler. Co-host of CBS Mornings, Nate Burleson. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Um, all this news that we say today, we guarantee its realness and its freshness. Um, and um, it, it, there's no fake news here. <laughs> if, 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 if we say anything that's not accurate, it's just we don't know. Does that make sense? It's all out in the light, too. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm great. DJ Mikey Diaz and D's Nuts. good morning. We're getting right to the introductions. <laughs> right, TJ in, Jefferson, right you're not even in. ready for the candle nope. lit. I mean, where is your candle? Well, all the candles are pretty much uh, what done, man. So I got to get Amber at Wood's Creek Candles to send us some more. But yeah, I don't have a candle. Oh, okay, no very good. Yeah. It's an oh. Amber Alert. There we go. <laughs> oh, the Rich Eisen Show. Uh-oh. But one of the good ones. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Look, hey, we're right here on the Roku channel. Peter King's going to join us in about 18 minutes' time. For instance, uh, the news being real, um, he found out from Andy Reid, not of the Super Bowl, the two touchdowns that put the um, Chiefs up for the first time and then up by eight. Those two wide-open touchdowns to Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore, who, by the way, weren't on the Chiefs at this point last year. Uh, he found out it's the, the play from – he's straight from Andy Reid. Play's called Corndog. <laughs> and and the fact that I lead the show with this just <laughs> proves to you uh, there's no more football being played. <laughs> and But and wait, wait to hear what we're really going to dig into in a second. Uh, Peter's going to join us on this program. Derek Carr, as we all – Knew was going to happen. He's got he got released yesterday. He is a free agent right now. Yeah, he, he could talk to whoever he darn well pleases. He can sign. Well, I mean, it won't be official till the new league year begins. But yes, yes, he agree could to terms. agree to terms. Agree to terms. Sources which, say. Which one does the new league? Uh, uh, I believe it is March fourteenth. March fourteenth. Yeah, because okay. I I got uh, I got or no March eleventh, March twelfth. One of those out. dates. I got a, I got. I got an email in the middle of the Super Bowl asking, uh, you know, can I do that show? Can, am I free to do that program on NFL Network? Which is great. After 20 years, 20 years ago, they're like, you're doing that. <laughs> now they're checking now they're, your availability. March 15th, a month from today. March 15th, the negotiation oh, period, right. legal tampering. The, that's what I'm doing. Is 13th that's, to the 15th. I'm doing the show on the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Legal tampering. Oh, baby. Good times. Good times right here on the old Rich Eisen show with Peter King. We also have uh, on this program um, the great Nate Burleson, who nailed the winner of Super Bowl 57, the final score of Super Bowl 57, and the MVP of Super Bowl 57, and the final throws of the eight-and-a-half-hour edition of NFL Game Day morning on Sunday. And we figured he should come here and take a victory lap. Speaking of taking a victory lap, the I can't say he's the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan. I know there's Stone Street, there's Rudd, there's all those Kansas City folks, but he's definitely the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan I know that's ever kick-started a jukebox into working. Um, he is Henry Winkler. Hey. 
And his love affair with Patrick Mahomes became full bloom <laughs> when he was on this program in June. You know Patrick June Mahomes. Bloom, when he just interrupted me you and asked me if Patrick I knew Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and then we all know from that appearance, Patrick Mahomes found out about Henry's love and he then invited him to hang out with his family when they came here to Los Angeles to play the Chargers midseason. And then now he's the Super Bowl MVP. And Patrick Mahomes is now in the pantheon of all-time greats. And I personally think Henry Winkler put him there. And that's the way I feel. <laughs> we'll see what Henry has to say. As you know, he is one of the greatest humans on planet Earth. Facts. And I figured, what better way to set things up for the crazy-ass parade in Kansas City, Missouri today than by having Henry Winkler chime in. It is pretty cool that we know Patrick Mahomes, though. We do know Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, like, it's cool. Yes. It is pretty cool. And, and, and that like, if somebody yeah. comes on here and speaks something into this microphone... Technically, it can be spoken into existence. And I think that's a very powerful uh, platform that we have here on the Roku channel and Sirius XM and this terrestrial radio affiliate and Odyssey and our YouTube page and our Rich Eisen Show collection video on demand service and that our podcast. With, that comes with great responsibility, Rich. It does yep. indeed, which means we better get the darkness therapy facts right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have been more wrong yesterday. We'll, yeah, get on, right, we'll, get, we'll hit on that later on. Our fine. bad. Corrections fine. and Sorry. omissions. Fine. That'll be later on. You can't just say it's fine just because you were the most wrong out of all of us being wrong, Chris. <laughs> Hold on a second. We'll get that later oh, on. Chris did research. He's saying things on a show that's airing literally that. as we're Wait, airing. Just, uh, I, I, <laughs> we'll get to that later. You guys saw my weather report. We'll get to that bad. later. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're not flop sweating like you do. Yeah, I mean, okay. you flop we're fine. We're, we're, we're not fine with it, but we're we're, we're going to rectify it, okay? Hey, look. Correction the next day. It's fine. And omissions. It's, it's like good. a newspaper. It's good. Back in the day. We'll tell you kids what those used to be. We're going to redact. That's later on. I still redact. get the Sunday Times delivered, by the way. Why not? Good for you. I used to deliver these. I don't Sunday. read it. It goes yeah. right in the trash. Let's oh, talk about this. Let us talk about how, as we talked about the New League year moments ago, last March, as we all know, it was a crazy month. Derek Carr is now a free agent. He became a free agent on Valentine's Day. Hell of a Valentine's. <laughs> and um, he is now starting the quarterback carousel spinning. Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision at some point when he goes into his darkness therapy, which is not really, you know, Starting now, and it's not really completely in the dark. At any rate, he's going to make a decision at some point, and things are going to spin. And as, as you all know, last, last month, I mean, last year and last uh, uh, New League year, it was totally encapsulized by a tweet by our friend Stefan Diggs, and, it, and it, it said, the hell going on? And then we were all wondering... How, do, how does one say this? The hell going on? The, what, what, how does one say this? We have the same thing with Tyreek Hill, right? <laughs> right? Right. We had the same thing with Tyreek Hill, and that came from his response on Twitter to what? When he said, am I reading this right? Yeah, um, it was the trade deadline day. Yes. Right? The trade deadline day. Right, am I reading this right? Am I reading this right? And we found out that we actually got him to say 
how he tweeted it out. Am I reading this right? Am I reading this right? Okay. <laughs> we got him to do that. Because he couldn't believe some of the trades that were being made. So, buried amongst all of our coverage last week and the actual game of Super Bowl 57, we had Stephon Diggs on our air and we got him to actually tell us What's the inflection of, of mm-hmm. your tweet? And, and it's a new drop. Go ahead and hit that. The hell Mike. going on? Mike, do it one more time. The hell going on? There it is. Okay, the hell going on? There it is. <laughs> that was a highlight for me, i got to be honest. And the reason why we're saying this is because the these are on. now all applicable to yesterday, Valentine's Day, being the day that NFL Twitter turned into NBA Twitter. We hear this a lot, guys, right? That Why is an NFL Twitter is trolling nasty or as catty as nba twitter i mean nba twitter is all that and that's why it's got its own hashtag nba twitter Twitter. that's why one of the best at it refers to himself as troll mb you know like that's (laughs) that's the reason why (laughs) the potential mvp of the nba refers to himself as troll mb facts so I do hear that. Like, what's with the NFL? Why don't they do this with each other? You know, it's a respect that everyone has for each other. And then yesterday, you sent this into text exchange. Was it you or you, Chris, who sent it amongst us? Yeah, I think it was Chris. I, I, I couldn't I believe it. Way. I just responded with, wow. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, <laughs> yep, it's very funny. who, as we all know, was the receiver held by James Bradbury, causing the the huge... I mean, total fire. <laughs> the fire that has engulfed the entire NFL world, sports world, as to one of the greatest Super Bowls got ruined by a call, or it was the right call, and calls like that should be called no matter what. And we said, you know, it's the right call, but it shouldn't have been called. I'm hearing, how dare you use your platform to say that refs shouldn't call what they see and all i mean it's such a fire and he tweets out happy valentine's day everybody and it's a photograph of one of those kids valentine's cards (laughs) that just says i'll hold you when it matters most to and from and you know i see this my kids write these out for their classmates you're about to enter those days you know where you say did you do your valentine's cards i mean it's a photograph of James Bradbury. I'll hold you when it matters most. Oh, that's cold. And this is NBA Twitter coming to the NFL. It's like Juju Smith-Schuster. My goodness, read the room. And I love the guy. You know, he's the TikTok guy, and he's the guy who has fun and is funny. He came on the show. He's delightful. But, I mean, read the room. <laughs> from the fact that every talk about too soon it may it may never be not too soon certainly for eagles fans it will always be too soon and i saw the body language after the ball dropped and he had yet to see the flag thrown it looked like watch it back he's just strolling right back to the side yeah he wasn't complaining like, he wasn't complaining not complaining he wasn't looking for a flag nope Mahomes pointed at it because, you know, he knew that what on the spot it meant a new set of downs and that they could essentially run the clock out. I mean, he saw that. Look at his body language. Just, yeah, I'm just running back. Yeah, that's the, the end of that play. I guess we'll kick a field goal. And wow. Read the room. A.J. Brown 
it didn't take too long for him to chime in. First off, congratulations, you all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one year deal. TikTok boy. <laughs> he admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're that like that or ever was. But congratulations again. Then a couple of emojis. TikTok boy. That's next level. That's just. That is next level. Call him TikTok boy. I mean, disrespect is real. That's right. And speaking of Tyreek, he was he was chiming in, but Juju responded. You know, glad you were finally able to get all that off your chest after all these years. Good game, bro. And then the thumbs up, and then a ring. Oh my goodness, brilliant. Salt in the wound. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, former chief, like like a um what do they, they call it? A rail bird when you're when you're looking at stuff and when people are playing craps, you're gambling, they're they're throwing dice. Just watching. Just watching. And he wrote back with two crying emojis, yo. <laughs> and then he added Darius Slay and James Bradbury, except for the fact that that's not the real James Bradbury. It's just some random. Just some guy named Some random wound up. I imagine if you go to that Twitter site right now, the tweets are locked. I imagine that poor James Bradbury, wherever that person lives, just just that person's Twitter out of nowhere on Valentine's Day just blew up. Oh, man. So Tyree Kill's like, hey. And then Slay's like called it weak AF. It's all good, though. They won. And then Tyreek chimes in, front runner, bro. So they're all going at it. <laughs> so stupid. Tyreek Hill kept going at it, too. Tyreek's just sitting there eating popcorn Man on played, Twitter. He, he retweets Juju Smith-Schuster saying, glad you're finally able to get out off your chest after all these years. Man played victim. LOL, I'm logging off here today. What is going on? And then Mahomes. <laughs> I don't know, like from from the middle of what Epcot, like wherever he is. I don't know. He's in it's a small world right that now. That man must just be bored. Which man? I don't know. <laughs> Who? Who? Whose man's is this? Who man? I don't know. <laughs> Whose man's is this? I don't know. Is he referring to his own teammate? He can't be referring to AJ Brown. I mean, Mahomes knows his own teammate crossed the line. Is he referring to Tyreek Hill chiming in, his former teammate? The funny thing is, all three of us thought three different players right. for the same tweet. Right. I thought he was talking about Juju. Like, I thought he was talking about like, AJ. Like Juju's sitting at home, playing video games, making memes, and then having fun. Like, but isn't this what NBA Twitter's about? Like, we're supposed to guess? We're supposed to guess. We're supposed to guess. C.J. Gardner-Johnson tweeted out that he has more interceptions than, <laughs> than Juju has touchdowns, and so maybe he should play receiver. And Juju responds with big hat. Big cap. Big, big cap. cap? Okay, also big hat. Big, big hat. Also big hat. Big cap. Oh, hat, no cattle. I don't know. Also, I told you in the game to stop all that talking because we were going to come back and win that game. Now, help me decide which finger I need to get size for this ring. He's all in. I mean, he gets to do the talking, so though. May, they won. Yeah. I know, but don't do the talking. Hey, Rich, on, remember, man. if you don't come want me to dance, don't let me get in the end zone. Come on. This, I mean, by the way, Juju is doing you in our fantasy league right now. Yeah, Rich. Yeah. But it's me in the fantasy league just for fun and content. I, I know deep down <laughs> I can get beat by my own son in the playoffs, and he will love that. 
And out of oh. as much as you hear me talking about our fantasy league, which is a lot, talking about a lot, a lot into a microphone that goes lot. worldwide, as we you know, you would give it <laughs> up. You <laughs> would give up the chance to make the playoffs to beat me, and you would give up the chance to make the playoffs to beat me. If Cooper could do it, by the way, who turns 12 today. Hey! hey. If Cooper could make it and beat me, you would love that. But I also am doing this just for effect and content. That's what you just doing. Come on. Read the room. The whole country feels it's been robbed that Jalen Hurts, who could have been the MVP of this game, didn't have a shot to tie it or win it. The real James Bradbury. We, we unearthed his handle. <laughs> And all he responded to all of this at Brad underscore B21 is all pro hashtag APJB all pro James Bradbury is what that stands for. He was second team all pro this year. He had a great year, which is one of the many reasons why the Eagles were not only in the Super Bowl, but had a chance to win it. All pro. I mean, oh, my God. (laughs) So I'm glad, Mike, that we have the new drop. From our friend Stefan Diggs. What the hell going on? Because <laughs> that describes yesterday. We've never seen Super Bowl winners chirp at Super Bowl losers like this on Twitter, and certainly not after the way the Super Bowl ended the way it ended. Oh my goodness. What a. F- and if Juju re signs with Kansas City, that Eagles at Kansas City game next year is going to be, as the kids say, lit. Wow. <laughs> that was fun yesterday. Oh, that was great. I don't know. I'm sitting there shaking my head. AJ I, I Brown know. tweet is at 350,000 likes. NFL Twitter became NBA Twitter on Valentine's Day. Love it. All right. We'll talk about this with Nate Burleson in hour three. Peter King's joining us next. He unearthed yeah. the fact that it was called corndog, those touchdown plays. <laughs> His reaction was amazing when Andy <laughs> said that. It's called corndog. I'm like, no way. He's like, that's what it's called. He's like, yeah, that's what it's called. And right in the middle of this show, a nice, warm center, just like a perfectly cooked steak. Ooh-wee. Henry Winkler. Hey. And then there's you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. A parade. So much more to talk about on this program. Peter King, when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. 
you know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network with our Roku stream, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The Football Morning in America column after the Super Bowl is always, always must read, as is all of Peter King's um, interviews coming off of the Super Bowl. And joining us right here uh, is our longtime friend, Peter King, on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, PK? Hi, Rich. How are you? I'm great. Walk me through your process here about how you get someone like Reed so quickly after the Super Bowl, because I'm sure you would have wanted Nick Sirianni in that seat had uh, things gone uh, the other way as they (laughs) easily could have on Sunday night. Well, well, Rich, I went to the AFC championship game, met Andy in his office after the game Mm -hmm. and talked to him. And right at the end, I said, hey, listen. When you win the Super Bowl, I'm really going to want to sit down, you know, right after the game like we did last time in your office, and I'd love you to uh, go through the winning play with me. And he nodded, and there was not a, oh, I'll absolutely do that, but he knew that that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so I felt pretty good about that. And then five days later, I rode to work with Nick Sirianni, or six days later, on Saturday morning before they left for the Super Bowl. And I told him, hey, listen, um, I have done this thing uh, after games where hopefully I get the winning coach to talk to me about maybe the decisive play in the game. And I'd love to be able to meet with you after the game. And, and uh, you know, just I'll do it as quick as I can, but maybe five minutes. No commitment from him either, but at least he had it in his head. Yeah. I was going to ask him to try to do this. So um, I, after the game, I went, and uh, it was it was a crazy, probably crazier than usual in the Kansas City locker room <laughs> because uh, not only because obviously they were so happy, but in this particular case. For some reason, everybody in that place was smoking a cigar. And you hear my voice right now, but I'm telling you, I, I it was like I, I, I was really, really struggling to breathe after a while because this acrid cigar smoke, if you're in that room for a half hour, I went up to the press box afterwards and I was just coughing continuously. So I wrote that column while on a semi-continuous coughing jag. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, Andy agreed to let me sit in there. He was there with his, his grandson, Maverick, nine years old, Britt Reed's son, and also with his longtime agent, uh, Bob Lamont. And so my videographer extraordinaire, Andy Koblitz, this is a tiny office, scrunched herself into a corner, turned the camera on, and 
then we learned all about corn dog. This, that's and that's the name. And you, you know, the the previous Super Bowl winner was called Wasp, which was that play that uh, that Mahomes counseled for in a timeout second half. Yeah. You know, the Niners were really putting their stamp on things. The the Chiefs had not unleashed that huge passing attack to Tyreek Hill with any success, and then they call Wasp. You can hear Mahomes say on the NFL Films uh, coverage, you know, do we have time to call it? Because it did require some pass protection, um, and that was the play of that Super Bowl, and this one was yeah. was called, as you just mentioned, Corn Dog. It, it, it was the same play, just a different, just flip the field from the Kadarius Tony go-ahead touchdown, and then the one that put them up eight to Sky Moore? Is that as it simple was, as that? It was not, it was it was not the same play. Okay. Corn Dog was the Kadarius Tony play, and on Corn Dog, basically Kadarius it's it's corn C O R because Kadarius Tony is supposed to run in, then immediately flip the switch and run back and run a corner route, which is exactly what he did. And he had eleven yards of spacing between here and the nearest defender. And the reason that it's called a different play is not only because it's on the different side of the field, but because the first read for Patrick Mahomes on the touchdown pass to Tony was actually a run to Jarek McKinnon. Mm. And at the line of scrimmage, because he saw exactly what was going on, and at the line of scrimmage after he took the snap, he saw the simple fact that Darius Slay was not coming back to, uh, you know, to try to catch up to Kadarius Tony, and nobody covered him. And you know, Rich, I, I, again, I at the risk of taking just two plays and damning a defense for it. I mean, I don't understand how three minutes after that play, the Philadelphia Eagles allowed the same thing to happen on the other side of the field with Sky Moore that happened with Kadarius Tony. How do you explain that? That two, that the two winning plays in a Super Bowl, you don't cover the receiver, basically. It, I, I mean, look, the Eagles had a great year, but the end of the season for the Eagles was a total black eye. And... Uh, I feel hey, good for Jonathan Gannon. He got the job in Arizona anyway, despite this. But if I was in on that Monday interview with Jonathan Gannon, I would have wanted to know hmm. how in the world do you did you uh, happen in once? Okay, like fool me once, fine. Fool me twice, well shame on me. How how does that happen a second time? And I'll be interested at at some point in the future to hear the Eagles' reaction to as to why that happened. Well, uh, and I'll. I'll push back a little bit here, and, and this was going to be one of my questions to you. I'll get to it r- right now, Peter King, is, is that uh, it's a black eye for the Eagles because they didn't have a chance to retort at the end because of a holding penalty that got called. Yeah. So, um, I, and, and that's why I think many fans are upset about the ending of Super Bowl 57 that don't even have a rooting interest for the Eagles is that it was such an incredible game and we were robbed because of the penalty, um, properly called, I think. Although I wouldn't have minded if the official just kept the flag in his pocket. Um, that that we were robbed of Jalen Hurts sending the game to overtime or perhaps winning it for the Eagles. And 
your your initial reporting or what you're hearing about uh, the league's thoughts on such an incredibly played Super Bowl coming down to a, a yellow flag, Peter? You know, Rich, I have not asked a soul in the league or on the competition committee what they thought. Mm-hmm. That 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 is how it ended. But y- you just said it, and this is the thing that, in my opinion. Everybody is saying, well, yes, it was properly called, but, but what? But what? I understand that it would have been a lot more fun if Jalen Hurts had a minute 40 and one time out and the ball at the 25-yard line, down three, to go make his legend. I, I get it. We all know that. But you know what? It's not a Hollywood script all the time. It's reality. The reality is that Juju Smith-Schuster was restricted by uh, James Bradbury, not severely, not overly significantly. I understand that. But let me ask you this, and I've asked a bunch of people this. I think it was Rich Gannon. Somebody said this on Twitter, and I think it's the perfect thing. If with a minute 48 to go on that play, okay, right before it happened, if, let's just say, Orlando Brown false started, Okay, and 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 when he false started, in essence, he uh, and it, and it wasn't called, mm-hmm. and it wasn't called. Every analyst would say, "Oh my God, Kansas City got another chance because they didn't call this false start, and it's an obvious false start." I mean, and 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 uh, oftentimes a false start is only a twitch. It's it's just a it's a it's a tiny movement, but. You got to call it. And Rich, until this is just the way I feel, and I understand, I would have loved to have seen it too. Mm-hmm. We all would have. But the fact is, you know, if the play was going to be called, uh, I mean, if it was a penalty, and most people seem to think that, that it wasn't terrible, but it, but it was enough to be called for a penalty. The fact is, I, I, I just can't. I can't go crazy. And until the NFL says we're going to have some rules for the first 58 minutes, and then in the last two minutes we're just going to, quote, let them play like it's an NBA game, uh, end quote, until that happens, I, I, I don't really have a problem with what happened at the end of the game. NBC Sports and host of the Peter King podcast, Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mahomes is the face of the NFL now, right? Yes, Brady's retired. Um, yeah. Mahomes is 27 with two championship. Um, trophies to MVPs. Um, also, Brady, like I mentioned, Brady's retired. He he could he could g- get in the area code uh, uh, if he keeps winning like this and no has question. the longevity of Brady's career. Right? Here's the thing, Rich. You know, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. If you put a line of demarcation at age 27, obviously Mahomes has a thousand miles to go before he sleeps. But by age 27, their accomplishments are incredibly similar. In fact, they both won 80% of their starts by age 27. I did the math. Like, exactly. They both won 80%. Brady has won three Super Bowls. He's 3-0. and Mahomes is 2-1. and But how about this? In Mahomes' uh, playoff appearances, by age 27, he's thrown 35 touchdown passes. Brady, by age 27, had thrown 11. 
Now, I, I, again, I'm not I'm not saying that Mahomes is better than Brady by any means, right? But I you you said it. You know, I think it's possible. I think one of the things that is Tom Brady's legacy, he has shown all of these quarterbacks the pathway to be great for a long time. Go and have your fun in the offseason, but remember, this is a a 12-month-a-year job, or let's say it's an 11-month-a-year job. Let's, Let's be fair because even Brady went to Costa Rica in the offseason. But as I once asked Brady after the Super Bowl against Atlanta, don't you ever want to go out and have nine beers with your buddies? <laughs> and he goes, I've done that, and this is a lot more fun. I think I think Mahomes probably feels the same way. And he's also signed long-term and Brett Veach. Um, I mean, what a job uh, building the yeah. roster. The, the offensive line may be, you know, uh, the best in the NFL could go into next year with such a moniker and prove it again. Um, the 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 back end of the defense was so young now has a ring and a year under their belt. I couldn't help but notice the DeAndre Hopkins tweet. I don't know if you saw that. Just the the googly eyes of him saying Mahomes is different, uh, and and everybody seeing that you know the one year deal Juju Smith Schuster signed. With Kansas City, and now you know, forget about all the tweets that he sent out yesterday. Just, I'm, I'm wondering if you know now Kansas City is going to be a destination. Like, I'll go play with Mahomes, and someone like Hopkins raises his hand, right? I mean, Rich, that's a fantastic point. Really, really prescient, I think, and and I agree totally with you. I don't know what veteran is going to go to Kansas City for less money than he could have made elsewhere this year. Could it be DeAndre Hopkins? Could it be Jalen Ramsey? Could it be who, whoever? I don't know. Could it be a really good player who, either in trade or in low-cost free agency, chooses to go yeah. because... He wants a piece of the pie now, and I think that's that's smart of you to say it. Well, I mean, that's entirely possible uh, that that happens. And obviously Philadelphia, uh, with Howie Roseman, what he built and was able to build um, this year, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith could go into next year as the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. And Jason Kelsey said on his podcast he needs to take some time, uh, told his bro uh, on their podcast together, he needs to take some time before – figuring out what to do next. But what what about Hurts? Because at least the, the Chiefs have their quarterback locked up. And if I'm not mistaken, I heard Mahomes' contract annual uh, payment is going to be ranked sixth amongst uh, quarterbacks next year. So he, they're in, in great shape there. What What's the scoop on Hurts and how they're going to re-sign him and then obviously have to work around what that means cap-wise? What do you got for me there, Well, Peter? Well, Rich, I, I, would, I guess I would say this, that – the Philadelphia Eagles, who, who, for my money, had the best offensive line in football this right. year, and to me, to me, one of the best in recent history, quite honestly. And look, I have great respect for what Kansas City did too. But, but to me, so much of that right now, you saw what Jeff Stoutland did with Jordan Mailata at the at left tackle. He invented a, a very good left tackle out of a, an Australian rugby player. So I have faith that even if Isaac Sumalo, the, the right guard who really came through this year, and, uh, and, if, and if Kelsey does retire, 
uh, they'll figure it out, you know, because they're very, very good at it and have done it very well over the past few years. I think they'll figure out a way with Hurts, and I think Jalen Hurts, I don't even know who his agents are, but I think Jalen Hurts will instruct his agents to basically say, listen, just like Tom Brady once said, I don't want to be a pig at the trough. And Patrick Mahomes, one of the things he knows is that if Veach ever comes to him and says, we need to redo your contract to create cap space or to do whatever, you know, he'll do it. And I think Hertz would do the same thing. Last one for you, Peter King. The, the story, I know you're, and I appreciate you, you calling in and, um, you know, getting through this. Um, last one for you. What do you got for me on the, on the storyline of the offseason? What do you, what do you think? As we turn the page, the story will be fill in that blank for me. I think the biggest story in the offseason is going to be uh, what happens with Lamar Jackson. And I think there's a legitimate chance that, I mean, Rich, let's say you as a lifelong uh, fan of the New York Jets, you know that when Woody Johnson comes out after the season and says, uh, you know, says internally, quietly, however he says it, you know, we're going to address the quarterback situation. Well, we all think, and I think you think, that the number one step would be Aaron Rodgers. If that doesn't work, could the number two step be Lamar Jackson? And this is going to be one of the toughest decisions a franchise, in my opinion, has had in recent years for a very simple reason. Obviously, anybody would want Lamar Jackson to be the quarterback of the team, but how much guaranteed money are you willing to give a player who in the last two years has missed 34% of the snaps because of injury. It's easy to sit here and say, oh, get Lamar, sign Lamar, pay Lamar. Well, that's, of course. But what does that mean exactly? So to me, I think the Jets are going to have a very tough decision Mm. on their hands. And, you know, I think they will go after Rodgers if he does play. And if they don't get him, I think they will at least uh, put their sniffers out and, and seriously consider Lamar Jackson. And if, as you think, and I think, I mean, I think you think this, that he's probably going to be given the franchise tag and the less restrictive one. So to see if there are any offers out there, that the Ravens then would be able to get two first-round picks as compensation. You know, let's let's see what happens. But to me, I think finding out whether some team out there is willing to pay Lamar Jackson a jillion dollars guaranteed, I think that is the story of the offseason. And then, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the first domino to fall there. Because, uh, look, I, I, I'm sure the Jets are, are enamored by what Nathaniel Hackett can bring to the equation. It can't be lost on them that the relationship he has with Rodgers when they hire him. Like, if they don't get Rodgers, great. They still have a guy who they love, who they think can either turn Zach Wilson around or, or whatever quarterback they get. But that relationship has got to yeah. count for something, don't you think? The, the the quarterback, you know what, Rich? The quarterback market is going to be really a lot of fun because I think the general perception, general, mm-hmm. and it's early. I mean, the draft is 10 weeks away. But the general perception is that there is not a no-doubt guy in this draft. 
You know, there are three really good guys in this draft, but there's not an absolutely no doubt guy. So, you know, does that mean that Lamar Jackson will be worth more? Does that mean that uh, Baker Mayfield might get a starting job somewhere? Uh, And what is that, you know, how does Aaron Rodgers impact that? I mean, could Jordan Love be Aaron Rodgers circa 2008 and 15 years later, history repeats itself with a quarterback drafted in the 20s who gets the starting job in his fourth year? I mean, it's, there's a lot of real fascinating stories revolving around that position. And I guess uh, I lied just in whatever 60 seconds you want to wrap it up. Derek Carr's market, it now exists. What, what's the timetable there, do you think? Quick? Fast? What do you think? <laughs> Well, if I if I were him, mm-hmm. you know, and and if and if I were his agents, what I would be saying is, we have the floor all to ourselves right now. Yeah. And I think the one thing, Rich, if I were them, I would wait for is I would wait for the white puff of smoke out of the Aaron Rodgers chimney, because I, w- you know, if Aaron Rodgers says either. I'm not retiring or I'm going to green, I'm going back to green Bay or whatever it is, whatever, whatever he does after that is known, then there's going to be a lot of clarity as to what cars market is. And I, I just really think at the end of the day, I think the saints, even though they're in really bad shape cap wise, I think the saints should really try hard to figure out how to get Derek Carr. Because that is a win-now offense with a defense that's good enough. Peter, thanks again. Greatly appreciate it. Great job. I appreciate you soldiering through it with a, with your voice. And uh, let's chat again soon. I'll see you in Indy. See you in Indy. Sounds great, Rich. Appreciate it. The best. Peter King right here. Check it out. 844-204-RICH. Number to doubt. So much to pull on right there. The quarterback market, the draft market, the Derek Carr market. But when we come back, we turn the light on uh, on our darkness coverage. When we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
Errors and omissions. We don't do fake news here. We just don't know what we're talking about. There's a difference. Certainly when the news breaks, we try our best. We try our best, especially when the news breaks on another show that's happening at the same time. Same time. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Hard. So, and plus, you know, we use information that apparently was uh, not accurate. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that we thought, hey, Rogers is going into his darkness therapy on Monday, and then he appears on on uh, on on McAfee's show Tuesday. Made it seem like he was going to go right into darkness therapy. I guess you don't assume those things makes an ass out of uh, out of me. And I even said, "Hey, man, good for Aaron Rodgers. He can choose Valentine's <laughs> Day to go into his darkness therapy." <laughs> Not true. No errors and omissions. We're correcting it. Most shows we're win, not, Rich. Well, I just most we shows win, but I, I'm not. You know, we're I, not I, most shows. I got too much going on to make stuff up about people. You know, whose games I immensely respect. I understand. Yeah, I'm not so coming here. Like, you know, let me make stuff up about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's not the way I wake up every day. No, it's not. Um, so, what's the scoop here, Chris? Okay, so uh, uh, as we stated, Pat shows on at the same time. No, no, no. So I went back and I watched. Uh, this know, is called errors and omissions, right. not excuses. Oh, got it. So I watched like the first ten minutes of the, you know, with Aaron yesterday, and, yes. and he explained some things. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, this has been planned four months in advance. Yes, that we had heard. Yep. Wasn't going in Monday. Wasn't going in Tuesday. Okay. He said, quote, end of the week. End of the week. So I'm taking that as Friday. So or it could be tomorrow. Could be. Could be Tomorrow's end-ish. Could be Thursday. Could be Friday. End of this week. We don't know. We don't know the exact date. When do the lights go off? We don't know. We don't know. But he's going in for four days. We're in the dark. And you're in the dark. But there could be some light. There can be some light. He said, basically, you kind of come and go as you please. Come yeah, you turn the light on, you turn the yeah. light on. Aaron made it seem like the whole point of the exercise, he's done some other meditation, some yes. other yoga retreats in the yes. past. This was the first time he was doing the complete darkness. The whole idea is, is to be with yourself in the moment of darkness, come to that clarity, and whatever you take out of it, alone with your own thoughts, and then if you need a break, you take a break. What do you do with the break? I don't know. You grab your phone? I, I don't think so. They got to take your phone away, right? Well, uh, Pat and AJ asked him, like, are you being filmed? Because, like, they got to monitor you, right? In case you're, you, start, you start singing to yourself, or you're hallucinating, you go crazy, you're yeah. talking. Yeah. And so they got to be, and Pat's like, uh, and Aaron goes, yep, you know, I will share those videos oh. with your audience at a later date. Oh, so it looks like it she is. Start speaking in tongues. It is filmed, and there might be some weird rituals that go on while you're like in the gets, blackout. Get, I don't know. He gets so completely turned around. He starts watching Rachel Maddow. Can we watch that? Is that where he works? Unclear. Unclear. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but yeah. I mean, so I mean, uh, you know, it's not. Look, it's not the complete. Just like I just want 96 hours happy, of dark. Man. I just want the know, guy happy. alone in a room with your so thoughts. I handle this. I can do this. You kind of just go as long yeah. as you can take it, and maybe push yourself a little beyond. That's kind of the idea of doing it in the first place, right? And if you need to take a break, you flip the light on, you take a little break. I don't understand it. Clearly, I don't get it. Yeah, it's you know, it's not for everybody. No, obviously. no, no. But I just, I, 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 don't I got, either. I got the idea. Like he was going to just seal himself off and is yep. alone with his own thoughts. Um, and I guess there will be portions for that. I just want him to be happy. Aaron, just be happy. Come out and make your decision. And Play football. And it makes it sound like he's going to walk out of there. and He's going to absolutely know what he want to do. 
Like he's gonna like he's gonna have Mark Murphy and Gutekunst on speed dial. Does he FaceTime with them during this thing? You know, give him an update, or does he shut them off? Come, I, I don't know who's again, in Aaron's I, inner I, circle, I, Rich. I would have Aaron on and ask all these all these know, questions. I don't know what the inner circle is. I would love to know. This yeah. is fat. Maybe people know. Hey, have you done a darkness there? This is great. Hey, anyone out there who's been in the dark or darkness therapy? I want to hear from us. you. React. React. Call 844-204-RICH. I want to hear from you, Rancho Cucamonga, darkness therapists. <laughs> I, I want to hear from you. I would you. love it if somebody's out there that's done I'm, it. Like, I'm, like, I am fascinated by this. I know. I would love to know what it, what it what was is like. This? What is the experience? Now, we our makeup artist in Arizona said that she knew about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And her friend is a shaman. Her partner's a shaman, Okay. Yes. Her partner's a shaman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's on, yeah. So it's all predetermined. So you can. But she made it seem like they'd turn the lights off for ten days. That's kind of how I thought it. But now Aaron's saying, "Look, you kind of just come, sure and come and go." I'm sure there's different ways to do it. You can yeah. Netflix and. I don't think there's any devices. There's no chilling. I'd say there's no chilling. Okay, you're by yourself. It's alone with you're the... device free. Yes. All right. We'll ask Henry Winkler if he's been on a darkness therapy. Wow. <laughs> Won't that be great? Oh, I tune in for that. That's coming up. Still here on the Roku channel. I feel, I feel like the Fonz has voices that talk to him. Mike Trout is talking right now. Really? Yeah. Never heard him speak. What does he sound like? <laughs> you heard him speak when you no, talked about isn't. being the commissioner of the fantasy league that Tommy Pham eh. slapped around Jock Peterson for. He's the best player in baseball, and if he walked in this room, no one would know it. Untrue. You would know exactly who he is. It's a big year for the Angels, man. Let's go. Let's get Trout and Otani. Be here, or they're going to lose both of them. Yep. They're not going to lose both of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, they're not. I don't know, man. Well, Trout, Trout's not up, right? No, I know, but no. he can just be like, I want out. Otani should be looking for Manhattan real estate. Because I think he's looking for I'm real telling real you, real eventually, that is where he's How was the Mets Super Bowl North. ad? Did, did you see it? Yeah, it was just, you know, uh, the Mets kind of going around the, um, the... The funny thing is I couldn't really hear it. But it's them like in an office building, and I'm assuming they're taking season ticket uh, orders because everyone's on the phone. Yeah. Admittedly, I didn't get a chance to actually hear it. I just watched it. It was Lindor on the phone, right? Lindor was? was on the phone. Um, Brandon Nimmo was in there. Uh, Brandon Nimmo had a, a Super Bowl commercial, man. Jacob DeGrom is already hurt. Get out of here. Yeah, Brockman literally just texted me that. A Are you ago. serious? GM, tech, tech, uh, Rangers GM, tightness in his left side during a bullpen session. Oh the cold God. weather in Arizona is a contributing hey. factor. Well, it's it, cold. It, 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 let me tell you, it is surprisingly. They were slipping on turf. <laughs> yeah. And DeGrom's over here. Get out of here.